It's time go to time. Down. Well, I thought we had something. I have a little bit of a conversation you starter do? for you. Some conversation pieces? I, I got a good one for you. Okay. okay. So right. Hit me with it. Yeah. So this was my least favorite part about the trilogy here. How fucking <laughs> dare you. Beautiful trilogy, but there's one small flaw. It was golden. It was golden. It was Until too golden. A little bit. Um... <laughs> So my issue would be in what is it the second episode when Santino D'Antonio uh, comes by to redeem the marker that John gave him mm-hmm. and John's like nah man I'm out of the game and then Santino then proceeds to firebomb his house yeah and then in where do you go where where do you go wrong for you no 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 that was fine but then the third the third movie is where it went wrong for me because oh. now John is pulling out the marker to Sophia. Oh, you think it's a little too hypocritical? I think it's a little hypocritical, yeah. He he's pulling out all his stops, though. He is. For for that third one. He was he went back and was like, You owe me. You owe me. Santino did the same he, thing. He was cashing in and all the IOUs. Yeah. That's what it was. The second one was lesser for me. That I would okay. rank that one last, actually. I I think the second one was basically a copy pasta of the first one. Okay. Um, not saying that I didn't like it because I loved it, but the second one, story-wise, was very similar to the first one. Right. As well, the story just continues right on through, mm-hmm. but the second one, he is still on his rage fuel revenge tirade there. Uh, Rampage! <laughs> I gotta say, too, one of my favorite things is how quickly they're able to get the ball rolling with this series. Uh-huh. You know, with Rings of Power, it took like four episodes before yeah. they got the story going. With John Wick, it's like you kill the dog, you take the car, there's a movie for you. Yeah, there's no <laughs> origin story to this guy. They just instantly were like, this man's wife died. Yeah. And then you got some fucking punks that well, come. Well, we got to see a little bit of a teaser for an origin story there in the third in the third movie. Yeah, more so story of where he came from. Yeah. But we'll get into that. We'll see if there's more that comes across because uh, there's supposed to be spin-offs and such. Yeah. Coming. So I think it's supposed to tell more about his character. Did you know that the first movie, how much do you think it grossed in the theaters box office? Oof. You know, that's crazy because Ballpark. we've had some some ones that are, are wild out there. Like yeah. We've had some billion dollar. We've had a lot of heavy, heavy hitters when it comes to movie releases recently. Right. Um, this was 2014. The first shortly, one came out in 2014? Yep. Shortly really? after the Avengers. I'm guessing 250. 250? 43 million. What? Yeah. No. 43 million. That seems small for me. The uh, second one guess i'll bring it down say 100 million 100 million 92 million oh that's close and then and then the third one 171 million so like each yeah each movie it just doubled its uh its gross for the box office like it just kept climbing yeah it's a beautiful trilogy right so the uh they've got the same crew on it they've got the writer uh Colstead, and the director chad 
Dehesky. He was actually a professional stuntman, and like this was his premiere for directing and such. Was does, John Wick? Does Keanu? Does he do all of his stunts? <laughs> you didn't hear? Keanu does all of his own stunts. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> that was that's one of the big points on like why yeah. Keanu's fucking lovable. I just like the his personality. Like, yeah, you know how you can see a little bit of each actor's personality when you're watching their movies. Uh-huh. For example, now I don't I don't know The Rock too well. Don't get me wrong, I'm a fan okay. of him, but the dude is cocky. <laughs> He's cocky. Uh, some people are bitter about that. I've seen a couple really? of actors come comedians now that they are doing stand-up and they're like, this is bullshit because he hasn't taken a single acting class Yeah, kind of thing. So he he's the the number one paid actor right now, not a single acting class. Yeah, I want to stop you for a second because you were just talking about that. Does Keanu do his own stunts? Why he's so lovable? You can tell his character and stuff. Have you seen Inside Job? I think I have, but my memory sucks. All right, so they've got a Keanu cut in here, so I want you to see that and get your impression on this really quick. Uh, <laughs> okay, throw it up on there. Yelling it up. <laughs> <laughs> here you go. <laughs> you get the gist of it. I don't think I have seen Inside Job. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to watch this. All right. Well, don't get your hopes up. Two seasons, and they just canceled it. Oh, classic right fucking netflix they they're kind of dropping the ball right now if yeah. uh anybody's heard so i wanted you to see that because he he goes in and he's just like hello here's a lotus flower i don't have these just naturally in my pocket they just grow there <laughs> and hands them out and talks about how everybody's such a beautiful soul and buys everyone a tesla and then he cuts to that scene and he's like <laughs> my, yeah i got to say my my favorite scenes from uh from Keanu in, in the John Wick series like though are are the really short where, where he bar- barely says anything but just like a couple <laughs> words like where Santino D'Antonio he's like i know you're thinking about killing me how are you going to do it is it with that belt is it with a weapon and then Keanu just goes, my hands. As everybody can tell, we're talking not just Keanu Reeves right now. We're talking about the John Wick wiki verse, uh, breaking it down one through three. We're going to be talking later about chapter four, expected to come out in March, uh, along with a couple other tie-ins. Hmm. So uh, just for anybody curious on where we're going with this, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, as you can tell, Go check it out. It's doubling its money each year. It's got the same writers and the director moving along. They they know what they're doing. It's got Keanu. And it's got Keanu. Like, He's how can man. you hate that? Exactly. Right? Uh, <laughs> so. If a, mo- if a movie has Keanu in it, just like if it's got Henry Cavill in it, you bet. You better believe I'm watching that. It's like a blood oath. Like, you, yeah, you, I, I you got to go. You got to go. He has a very Clint Eastwood-esque to him right there that he, it seems like he's trying because it cracks me up about how uh, stoic he is being when yeah. you can really know who Keanu is kind of deal of, or you see him just interacting with society regularly. Yeah. But then he comes off and he's very, if you guys just would have fucking left him alone, him and his dog and his nice Mustang 
was leave him alone, he would have just be, he would have resorted back to regular Keanu. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let me hit you guys with a quick story summary. We'll talk about the first one. Sure. Uh, you'll fill in for me on what what we're missing. Yeah. <clears throat> Legendary assassin John Wick retired from his violent career after marrying the love of his life. Dude, what's up with your voice? You like it? I'm is it, is that something. your narrator voice? That's my narrating voice. Okay, okay, I like it. I Are like we rolling it. with it? Uh, yeah, let's roll with it. Rolling with it. <laughs> Her sudden death leaves John in deep mourning when sadistic mobster Yosef Tarasov and his thugs steal John's prized car and kill the puppy that was a last gift from his wife. John unleashes the remorseless killing machine within and seeks vengeance. Meanwhile, Yosef's father... John's former colleague puts a huge bounty on John's head. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you going for it? That was solid. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do them all like that. One, like, oh man, like the way that they built up uh, John Wick as this badass assassin, it just does not disappoint. One scene in particular comes to mind. Right there, first word, legendary. Legendary, exactly, and that's legendary. Selling it short, they they've they've got a couple of ways of defining him: legendary assassin, retired super assassin, super assassin, <laughs> super assassin. Okay, yeah. Um, one of my favorite scenes. So the very first movie, um, <laughs> you know, okay, so you know the scene where Aurelio, the mechanic guy, yeah, uh, he strikes Yosef, mm-hmm. and he just punches him in the face, and he's like, "My dad's gonna hear about this." <laughs> My daddy. And so Vigo, Yosef's dad, he calls Aurelio and he's like, I heard you struck my son. May I ask why? And then you can kind of feel like the controlled aggression in his voice, which is awesome. And then all Aurelio says is, because he stole John Wick's car, sir, and killed his dog. And then Vigo's like, oh. And then he hangs up. He's like, oh, he screwed up. (laughs) (laughs) That's, That's all he needed to say was, oh. He understood the repercussions that were headed his way. Don't mess with John Wick. All right. So, uh, any part of that you want to fill in for me on uh, summarizing our sto- first story? I mean, that was a that was a pretty good summary. Uh, uh, there was a lot of really good flashbacks there with uh, at, at first with his wife, mm-hmm. and it just goes. To, that's you don't really see a lot of humanity when it comes to John Wick's character. Yeah. But you really see it on display when it comes to any scene that his wife has mentioned, or mm. even his friends, Winston, for example, um, the manager, and that's later on in, in Friend. Well, mm. That's debatable. Come to come. Yeah. To come. More to come. But um come you definitely come. see a lot of his humanity shine through when, when he's talking about his wife. Other than that, he's very stoic, he's an assassin, he's very professional. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is very true to his character there. And then this isn't really filling in the story, but it's just oh, this line, dude. The <laughs> evening, John. Evening, Jimmy. <laughs> Noise complaint. Noise complaint. Working again? He, nah, just sorting some stuff out. He, <laughs> I love they, that, dude. Man, they opened it up. The first fight scene of the movie, like where they just or started out with, hey, here's some action. They fucking packed it in. Action on action for that. Really opened up the what the whole franchise is known by now of gun fu like all over the place 
Yeah, absolutely. The Everybody way- was kung fu fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Just the way that that he fights is so freaking awesome and like the little details, man. The reloads. Mm-hmm. It's not like he just has an unlimited amount of ammo like every other action movie yeah. ever. He he like tactically reloads. He's constantly checking. Um, I I love that man. They 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 almost had it. it they made it comedic to a point of just like, oh, I got to reload my gun again before I can get kill this bad guy. Yeah, a little bit of um that. So a little bit of a foreshadowing here, but they're not just not foreshadowing, but. Uh, jumping ahead a little bit, uh, I think it was movie three. Okay. Um, where <laughs> he he's like running away, and he goes to like this museum with a whole bunch of old guns. Yep. And he like breaks apart like two guns, and he sits there like putting it together for a minute just to fire one bullet <laughs> and then run away again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was very comedic. I, freaking I love loved that. that. <laughs> like all that suspense. Um, but yeah, no, I think he did a pretty good job. Uh, kind of summarizing that movie uh there there was you get a lot of john's character and, and i kind of compare this a little bit to, to joker mm-hmm. in the dark knight so there's this one scene where joker has this huge sum of money and he just sets it on fire right so john I'm, does exactly that calling. yeah to, yeah. to vigo's cash yeah uh, in at that the church, church. There. he doesn't keep it he just sets it on fire yep he didn't need it he was oh. just drawing him out and on a mission and you can and this is this goes to show john's character he Everything is about the mission for him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care about the money. He doesn't care about the distractions. He's just very focused on whatever the task is at hand. Fucking he doesn't want to be killing. Focused. Yeah, dude just wants to go retire on the beach with his dog, you know? Some focus rampage there. Oh. there. Uh, two questions for you. What's the difference, do you think, because you've seen Game of Thrones, right? <laughs> with what, Yosef. Yeah, what's the difference in your mind between Theon Greyjoy slash reek uh and yosef from john wick dude <laughs> that's such a good point they're kind of the same character right like the the difference i can see of course the era that they're living in or the environment and stuff but yeah the accent they just switch up some yeah. accents they're kind of deal i understand that but the, the I, portrayal. I just, yeah the portrayal i don't want to see that actor get stuck in that Alan, yeah, like kind of cocky, coward. I'm important because my dad's important type yeah. of thing. Yep, yeah. that's exactly how it played out. So it it both just came off. I was like, he's just a little whiny kid. But I mean, that granted, that that's what the character is. Yeah, that's what the character was about. Maybe but it's just bad luck that he got cast in Samuel twice. Yeah, just different accents. Uh, and then second question. Starting this out, is there anybody that you think that you could have casted in place of John for John Wick? <laughs> no, no. Do you think no, that Keanu, Keanu was born for this man. one? Yeah, like I, I really can't imagine anybody else. No. Maybe, uh, what's his name? Uh, Craig. You gotta play James Bond. Uh, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe, but then I, I I think he'd be too James Bond for that too, problem. Yeah, he'd be very very uh too too close to call. Yeah, I just thought about that and I was like, this is what Keanu right now he he's transitioned to is the Wikiverse. Yeah, the the brutality behind it I think is very well portrayed by Keanu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I, I love it. I don't think I could cast anybody else in the place of that. And so I'm curious to see where they take it without him. What? Uh, They're going without him? Well, the ballerina spinoff um, is assumably like the somebody's taking the mantle for for that, taking oh. the lead. Because uh, I actually was reading an interview that the director had for uh-huh. this, and he was talking about, yeah, you can... You can survive all this. John Wick can survive all this. But you know this dude's not having a fucking good day at the end of this. He is fucked every direction he turns because of the enemies he's made and the people that have a target on his back kind of deal. Like, uh, do you think Keanu could be playing that for another 10 movies? I mean, I I don't know about 10 movies. Because the, the, when they first made this movie, they had no idea how big it was going to get. Mm-hmm. They had no idea. And so uh, that kind of tells as well, I would say, in the story-ish. Um, the, from the first one, he gets a new dog, and he's like kind of coming to peace, it seems like. But then they open up the second one. They're like, psych, don't forget about his car, bitch. Yeah. He's got to get his car back. Was it the Mustang Boss 429? Oh. I might. That's I my. I might kill a person for that car. That is my dream car. It, uh, if I do absolutely recall, it is a 1969 Ford Mustang Boss. I think so. I, I do. And all I want to put on my license plate is nice. <laughs> With a whole bunch of E's. <laughs> nice. Um, so... Since we're talking about the second one, we can go ahead and jump into that. Summarize that guy. Cool. Hit me with it. <laughs> All right, you ready? <clears throat> Car revving up there. Retired super assassin John Wick plans to resume a quiet civilian life and cut short when Italian gangster Santino D'Antonio shows up. What a freaking Italian name! What a name! Yeah. Yeah. What a. <laughs> Santino D'Antonio. D'Antonio. Would you like a pizza with that? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> a French fries. That's French fries. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know over here in America. All them Europe countries are the same. <laughs> Santino D'Antonio shows up to his doorstep with a gold marker, compelling him to repay past favors. Ordered by Winston, kingpin of a secret assassin society. Say that. (laughs) Jeez, Jeez, dude. (laughs) The Continental. To respect the organization's ancient code, Wick reluctantly accepts the assignment to travel to Rome and take out D'Antonio's sister, the ruthless capo atop the Italian Camorra Crim Syndicate. Crim Syndicate? Yeah. Crim Crime Syndicate? All right. (laughs) Camorra Crime Syndicate That's good I thought that looked funny to me I was (laughs) like what a weird name What's a Crim Syndicate Yeah what a weird name Uh, (laughs) There's Crims and there's Crips (laughs) Yeah so this one I thought was awesome They uh, introduced Common And he he rivaled John Wick pretty well Who? Common he was the black man that was uh, uh, The sister was the Cassian Cassian, yep. He, uh, his ward was John Wick's target. Yeah. And so, 
uh, now he's coming after John Wick. I thought that that was really good. They had somebody that rivaled him more so. Yeah, uh, he did a pretty good job of that. Um, he had a really <laughs> great scene there where they're wrestling and then they end mm-hmm. up going through the window. Yeah. And then they land the Continental Hotel and then the... Manager- no, they're, they're still in Rome. That wasn't co- the Continental. Well, it was the Continental in Rome. I'm sure it probably had a different name. That would be a little on the nose. I think all it's the, all call, called Continental. Is it? That is terrible way to con, uh, conceal yourself from the outside eye. Like an assassin franchise. Yeah, I exactly. If you just name them all, it's like, oh, I'm just going to hit up the Continental. <laughs> you know what goes on the, at the Continentals? Well, nothing. Because no business is, is allowed there. True. I, I guess you got me. Whatever. I'm, I'm sure it's very nice there. Um, yeah, and there was a little bit of echoing from the first one, which is why I said it was almost like a copy paste of the first one. Yeah. So you see with Abram, um, who is the bad guy here who has John's car, mm-hmm. uh, he says, John Wick is a man of focus, commitment, and sheer fucking will. And in the first first episode here, um, Vigo says something remarkably similar. And then he also tells a story about John Wick killing three dudes yeah with a pencil they uh, the the two they're actually related they were in the same uh yeah that's cra- like his uncle the same cream syndicate cream syndicate <laughs> yeah the russian cream syndicate yeah <laughs> and uh do that that scene man where john drives his car back home and it's like puttering <laughs> so yeah. he like pulls it in and then he calls Aurelio over and he's like <laughs> can you fix it I really is like, well, the engine's falling out. The whole thing's destroyed. The axles are bent. This and that and this and that. Yeah, I could fix it. <laughs> Fucking iconic car. I still can't get past it in my dreams. Pretty good recap. A couple more scenes that I do want to talk about, though. Yeah, hit me with uh, it. I loved, I absolutely loved when John goes to the Continental there and he's asking for a gun and, and he asks for a tasting and then the way that they're describing guns is like they're describing wine. Fine. And I thought that was freaking awesome. <laughs> I just I just loved everything. That was very kind of James yeah. Bond-esque. All right. So here I am. I'm going to disagree with you. I don't think that this was quite the co- cookie cutter movie from the first one to the second one. Okay. I think this one, they, they put their foot to the floor from the get-go because it was instantly a fight scene opening scene was yeah. a fight kind of thing um they really changed the pace for it really set in the bar high but the story i suppose i could say was lacking that, okay yeah that that's where it was of oh he he gets called back into the world because some he has an iou to somebody yeah but then he the the he he ends up he make he gets his hit he kills the the leader and it, then it becomes all right well everybody's got their target on John Wick yeah because it, it it was a little bit of cookie cutter that they put a bounty on John Wick's head kind of thing but they really stepped it up and crossed some lines here mm-hmm. where you don't conduct business on the Continental. And that's what happened in the second one here, is he conducted business on the on Continental. Continental. He's all business, and he put that man down like it was nothing. 
because that guy blew up his house. Secondly, how did the dog survive the house being blown up? The dog had to have been wasn't there. Wasn't the dog like outside pooping? I or, like, wasn't doing something outside. I don't. I guess I didn't pay that close attention to it. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good point. I think the dog was outside. You would probably know, being a, a dog trainer, professional sure, dog yeah. trainer. I, I, my dogs have a doggy door, and that's all I need. My dogs have a doorbell. <laughs> okay. My dogs are civilized. <laughs> that is not true, by the way. <laughs> all right. So that was um, the the second one again for me wasn't rated as highly. Seems like it for you. You really, this might have been overdone by by a touch, mm-hmm. but you really do get to see the influence and the power of the Continental. And the one scene after John kills Santino D'Antonio. Yeah. And Winston meets up with John at the park or whatever that was. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, you're going to be excommunicated here in an hour. Excommunicado. Excommunicado. And then he like calls or something he says now. And everybody in that park freaking freezes. Yeah. And then you can see how John is like running away from everybody trying to escape all the assassins. Mm-hmm. But then random people in the street that you think are innocent, like homeless people or, or, or like mothers taking care of their babies are like looking up over at him running. Right. They're assassins too. So yeah. just how many assassins are there? Well, are they... I suppose they could be under the Continental, but Continental is also under the high table, which oversees all of it. Which I'm interested to learn more about. I hope they dive more into it to just see the full reach that they have. And that's a great segue into the the third movie there, because they sent a whole bunch of... We got a little bit more info on the high table, Mm -hmm. and uh, John also got to battle quite a few high table assassins. It does transition very well into the third one, because that's... The if you've catching on to the theme of it, the second one picked up right from the first one. Mm-hmm. He went to retrieve his car, and then the second one uh, will leave off right where the third one's picking up with John Wick on the run after he is excommunicado. Dude. And so everybody's after him. You want a summary of that? <coughs> oh, yeah. I got you. After gunning down a member of the high table... The shadowy International Assassin's Guild, legendary hitman John Wick finds himself stripped of the organization's protective services. Now stuck with a $14 million bounty on his head, Wick must fight his way through the streets of New York as he becomes the target of the world's most ruthless killers. I gotta ask. I practiced in the mirror a lot. I mean, that's obvious. <laughs> Did you write that yourself, or is that, like, from Wikipedia? Uh, those three are actually from Rotten Tomatoes. I Fair took enough. a lot of my, I was like, you know what, I need a good breakdown. I watched this. I want to be able to spit some facts of these movies. That works for me. Um, and just like how uh, John Wick's movies grossed double what the previous ones did doubled so far. And then doubled. Doubled. So did his bounty. I'm pretty sure the first bounty was like two or three million dollars. The second bounty was like seven million. It did. Then the third bounty was fourteen million. Ooh, you think the they're tying that in? Up? Think they're tying that into the movies? Could be a little bit there. Oh, 
tricky, tricky sons of bitches. But that's that's kind of my issue with a movie like this. Right. When you make okay. John Wick to be such a freaking badass that nobody can take him down, mm-hmm. at a certain point, there, there comes a time where there's only so much more he can do. So already we have the whole assassin world turning against John Wick. Where can we go from here? I wouldn't say untouchable, but he, uh, unkillable for fuck sure. Yeah. He, because, uh, this one, I, I love this one because we saw a lot of the fight scenes on the move. John wakes on a horse. He used a horse to kill a man. For God's sake. <laughs> Dude, I freaking love that scene, man. I, I cannot stand horses, but I laugh at that one. I was like, oh. I laughed out loud. It weaponized that it horse. Is, dude, that, that man can use anything around him as a weapon. Dude, he started off, this one started off, he killed a giant. Okay, the guy was probably like seven foot. He legitimately, so he was an actual professional basketball player. I think he played for the Philadelphia 76ers. Did he? Yep. Oh, I had an no idea. Player. Yeah. He uh, was a quite enlarged man, like seven foot, I would say. You could look Big him new. up. But uh, he killed him with a, John Wick killed him with a book. That was that was gnarly. hardcore. I don't know if he actually killed him. So what he did, um, I watched the scene a couple times because I like the morbid things. He jammed the book in his mouth and broke it. His he jaw broke his jaw. Him. Yeah, yeah. So that that's not no, a good no, day for that. No, guy. he so he did that. He yeah. broke the jaw and then he set the book on the table, and then oh. he leaned the man's head, the neck over that's the, right. over that, and then he dropped the elbow on top of his head, breaking his neck. Yeah, that was gnarly. Yeah, and then and then he just went back and filed his book in the library and was like. <laughs> I have expected there to be a librarian go shh. <laughs> <laughs> right. I loved that. Again, they just opened it up and they floor. <laughs> they just open it up and foot to the floor. Oh yeah, straight to the action. Yeah, they straight into the action. Lovely because then as well, he's trying to make his way through New York and he what comes across like four or five assassins kind of thing and it's just quick segments of him mm-hmm. killing each one of them after they just jumped him yeah the sumo wrestler the violinist uh he killed a man with a pencil he did he, he did indeed yeah again stop <laughs> lead the pencils away from this man and we allow pencils in school what is this <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure i got stabbed by a pencil when i was elementary school I'm not even going to go into mine. <laughs> um, so that I, I have a good question on that. The Do you think that there's any other movies, shows, such, that have combat scenes that are on par with this? Like, it is broken down to a science and intended to be accurate. And again, John Wick, uh, Keanu Reeves, he did all these himself. So there's a movie that came back, or came out... Um, several years ago. I think it's called Act of Valor. And that was filmed with yeah. real Navy SEALs. Okay. And I think they use live ammo for a good portion of that bit too. For real? Okay. Yeah, and that was filmed. You can see the the room clearing scenes that they film. Those guys know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, so for, for those that don't know, I was in the military for a little bit. So was Cody. And so what my eye is fairly keen to, to this type of thing. Mm. If... A guy doesn't know his way around a gun. It stands out to me as well as if they don't know how to clear a room. It also stands <laughs> out to me. They did a great job in Act of Valor. And Keanu Reeves, aside from some trigger discipline issues, uh, that, that dude knows his way around a gun. I mean, for for an act, he's an actor. He's a celebrity doing this kind of thing. Like, 
he's not the Navy SEAL, so he doesn't have to do this no. life or death, but he does it professionally. They have it so, like, even the barrels, sticking the barrels when you round the corners and stuff. Exactly. They, mm-hmm. they took that into consideration. My, scenes. my favorite uh, scene for a scientific purpose was in the pool. So okay. at the end where uh, he's killed the con- – he's, he, of course, has killed the high table and he is now seeking refuge in the Continental. Um, the high table sends their assassins after him and one of them tackles John Wick into a pool. Oh. And they separate. John Wick pushes himself away. Uh-huh. And he fi- the, uh, the assassin fires a couple of bullets, two, three bullets, and you see him just – take off and then they just fade and fall yeah but then john wick closes the distance and fires into his neck once or twice you see the brain matter and everything oh gory lovely but that's scientifically how it would work the bullet would reduce its acceleration its speed because under the water but then if you close the distance like that and you just were point blank Mm. it would still be as uh, deadly. Yeah. Kind of I mean, I could talk all day about that. I think they did a really, really great job with this. Um, having having John Wick fire through walls, mm-hmm. having him... The, the way... Uh, one thing that wasn't realistic was the body armor. Yeah. Uh, to my knowledge, I don't think you can have a suit that thin. Stop you shut the fuck up. You don't live in the hitman underworld. You don't know. You don't know. Don't talk about what you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be freaking cool, though, if that was real. Right? A suit... I mean, I don't need to, but I'd get one. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I would one hundred percent get one. <laughs> and you better, you better believe, I would order a martini. A martini at the bar. That'd be my first thing. <laughs> Put on the suit. I'm not gonna have any use for you his bulletproof. Or just going in looking for trouble. Oh, one hundred percent. I probably won't find any because <laughs> I'm me. But <laughs> I can look. Uh, secondly. Oh no, you go because my my last piece is for the end for the end of this movie. Sure, you go. Um. Okay. So this, I feel like the third one took a little bit of a step in terms of brutality. We definitely escalated the brutality a little bit. It, All right. it, it opens up with the um the jaw break. Yeah. Which was freaking gnarly, and then you also get one where the you get a whole bunch of dudes attacking John. And and he's they're in that little gallery type of thing I want to call it, mm-hmm. and he's breaking glass, grabbing knives, grabbing axes and stuff, and like jamming freaking knives and axes through people's skulls. Oh, when he's still on the run. Yeah, when yeah. he's still on the run at the start there. The throwing axe. Mm-hmm. He yeah he. So that was pretty freaking cool. Um, you definitely got a little bit of a uptick in the brutality there. Every scene with a dog, man. That's a well trained dog. <laughs> <You. laughs> Of course, it's gonna stand out to me. I I loved it because I also love well trained dogs. Yeah. Love your dogs, uh, but then as well, it was a pity, a blue nose pity. I love pits. You know they put bacon grease on Keanu's face. Did so they? The dog would lick it. Oh my gosh! Uh-huh. He just looked naturally shiny and glorious. Yeah, you anyways, can, you can <laughs> you can see it in the dog's eyes though. Like when they smell bacon grease, their eyes get like wide open. Ooh. They're like, oh man, I got to get me some of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Did they have to put extra in his contract to get that? I mean, I doubt it. That's John Wick's, that's Keanu Reeves' dog too, isn't it? 
Is Believe it? it is. Yeah. That's cool. That is, that is cool. his dog. And like, the, okay, one thing that wasn't realistic though was when he would tell the dog to sit and stay mm-hmm. and then he completely walked out and ignored the dog. <laughs> that's not a, that's not a real thing unless you have like a very, very well-trained hunting dog. <laughs> that's nuts. Anyways, too much in the dog training world there. If but, I was Keanu, I'd probably pay for that training. Oh, 100%. Um, okay. Speaking of well-trained dogs. Okay. The Belgian Malinois. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I loved I loved those scenes, man. Uh, with uh, When Holly Berry steps in. What's her character's name? Sophia? Sophia. Yeah, so she was the manager of the Moroccan Continental. And um, she You're has... You're rolling with it. You're saying Continental. I think mm. they're all called the Continental, man. All right. We're, we're committing to it. Continentals. <laughs> International Continentals. I might be wrong. I don't know. I probably am wrong. <laughs> Anyways, um, she's the manager over there. She has these freaking sweet Belgian Malinois. And, like, <laughs> I love how their scenes... Uh, so when they go they, when they go to talk... I don't know his name. It, it is her, her boss, though. Barada. Okay. So so him and John, they go over to Barada to go and... Because John's trying to seek an audience with somebody who's above the table. Okay. The elder. Um, that way he can get his rights reinstated and he's no longer excommunicated. So he can continue to survive and remember his wife. Has to sacrifice his finger, I remember. Exactly. Yep. Um, so in that scene with Barada, um, the dude that mints the coins for the assassins. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I love that, man. So uh, the he was like... Yeah, I'm gonna take one of your dogs as payment for this information that I gave you. And then Sophia's like, "How about no?" No. <laughs> and he shot so it. He shot the dog. It hit the dog Fucking in the armor. Shot it. And then the yeah. dog goes and freaking bites the nuts off the guy, dude. <laughs> it did. And then she shot him again. Yeah, it sucks to suck, man. Yeah, I, that's a bad day. You you ain't just taking people's fucking dogs. Oh, man. Uh, the third one was superb. We did get to see a bit more into his back we did. story of, like, where he came from and whatnot. It was more of, like, the Russian side of the Crim Syndicate of, like, the Crim Syndicate. The Crim Syndicate. <laughs> so you're committing. The, I'm committing. Okay, okay. Uh, the, upr- the upbringing that they have, like, orphans that are trained to become assassins you see the men there mm-hmm. wrestling you see the women being uh practicing ballet and the women practicing ballet. so what do you think john wick did do you think he knows how to dance dude john wick did everything you know some some ballet he did everything if he if he sits there and is able to drive like that ride a horse like that put together a gun like that uh, he seems like he can live on his own. He, I'm, I would not put it past him that he took ballet. Oh yeah, dude yeah. can pirouette. All right. So in the third one, we saw a number of the hitman clans that were running around in this because the high table sent some nasty ninjas. Nasty. Ninjas. Some nasty the sushi ninjas. chefs. The sushi chef and his nasty ninjas were after John Wick. They were uh, tasked with with bringing him down. We saw them. We saw the people that go through the New York Continental. I got to say real quick about the sushi chefs. Yeah. That motorcycle scene, though. Oh. I mean, not realistic whatsoever, but I loved every second of it. Right. Like, on the road attacks that was fucking great the the way that they they filmed this one with uh on the move fight scenes 
plus the fight scenes including the dogs and how well they were trained there they they knocked it out of the park they really raised the the stakes on this movie so fun fact on that motorcycle uh, on that motorcycle fight scene it was actually a you're shot. stuck on mar- motorcycles aren't you i am you, you ride uh, I, I, occasionally i dabble <laughs> Every chance that I get, <laughs> just about. That's that's a lot of dabbling. It's it's, it's definitely an addiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, me and Cody are kind of twinsies when it comes to helmets. Uh, he's got a sick, glossy we're, carnage. We're rocking the HJC. Mine's is an eleven. Is yours an eleven? Mine's an eleven. HJC elevens. Yeah. Uh, the carnage for me and the anti venom for Michael there. Yeah. Fucking Very expensive phenomenal. helmet. 100% worth it. We'll talk bikes later. Yeah. You got, you got That's some an after dark type of thing. Yeah. But anyways, that that motorcycle she- scene was actually a shot-for-shot remake of a popular Korean film called The Villainous. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Fun fact. It, um, wh- When did The Villainous come I don't out? know anything at all about The Villainous. All I know is that the, it was a shot-for-shot remake. And it's... Um, so Rotten Tomatoes described it as a very... As a hyper-violent revenge movie... With fight scenes to die for, which is very John. I thought you were reading John Wick for me right there. Yeah, Yeah. that would be very interesting. More to dive in. If you guys have watched The Villainess or know anything about that, hit us up in the comments. Let us know if it's good. Let us know if we should review it. Uh, Anyways, back to my question, you fucker. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Hit me with it. Which clan you rolling with? Uh, are you one of the regulars that are coming in and out of the Continental there in New York? Okay. Are you rolling with Fishburn there in the Bowery? Oh, the Bowery King. The Bowery King. Uh, or do you think you could pass in the Ninja Clan? Dude, Fruit Ninja all the way, man. Fruit Ninja? Yeah. Dude, I, <laughs> I'm hungry right now. <laughs> so sushi sounds really good. That's probably swaying my decision a little bit. <laughs> that hit the spot. I, I might go with the Bowery King. Bowery King, okay. I might roll with with uh, Mr. Fishburne there. Okay, okay. What's the reason why? Because, I mean, you got the Fruit Ninjas, they got delicious food, they got motorcycles, they got swords. Man, the chef, he seemed like such a cool dude. He does, dude. He, he he's such like, a chill guy. He's like, that dude, was a good fight, right? That was, that that was, was a good, good fight. fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a huge fan. <laughs> He Listen, I've heard a lot about great. you, and I have not been disappointed. I fucking loved it. <laughs> he was great. Yeah. Uh, and no, I'm gonna go with Bowery. Uh, uh, what's his face? He he plays TikTok man in the movie where he's like TikTok, Mister Wick, TikTok. Oh, you know who I'm talking about? He's Mr. Wick. Yeah, TikTok, Mister Wick. Jason Matsukas. He he's been in a number of things. Big Mouth. Oh, okay. He, he's, I knew that name sounded he's familiar. He's TikTok man. He's got a very nice watch. He lives in the with the Bowery's clan. Uh, they're all the homeless people. Ah, I got you. In the first one, mm-hmm. he's like TikTok, Mister Wick. TikTok. That's familiar. He was not only was he in Big Mouth, but he was actually in I think it was like The Last Man Alive, mm-hmm. or like this kind of dumb, hilarious show, The League. The League. That's this right. Dude's he was in fucking the hilarious. I yeah. love this guy. I'm wrong with it to hang out with him because he's hilarious. But then as well, it just is like you, you really think about it. You, they are like the most invisible hitmans. Yeah. Most invisible hitmen. Uh, 
besides the ninjas rolling around because they were in the shadows. These people uh, are in plain sight. Exactly. Working for the pretending batteries. to be crazy, pretending yeah. to be homeless. Yeah, and you know they're making bank because they're not living on anything. Yeah. So, that's who I'm going to roll with. Yeah. Last piece. Where do you think about where we left off with chapter three, Parabellum here, where Ian McShane turns on Keanu Reeves and shoots him down. Keanu Reeves jumps off the roof. How many stories was that? That fucking fall? And yeah. he's le- he's living. Because you know what? Ain't no way, my man. Ain't no ass and ass having assassins making that fall. And then to come out and be like, I need my revenge. That was, You're a vegetable, dude. That was so good. Okay. You're paralyzed so, and a vegetable. So I'm sure we could have this whole discussion on... So here's the thing. I think Winston knew that John was going to survive because it's John, really? dude. I, I think so. Um, I mean, if you look at where Winston shot John, he shot him in the where all the protected areas. True. So I don't think a single bullet went through because it hit his suit. Um, Do you think that Winston's uh, trained in hitman professions? Oh, absolutely. Like, he's a manager. He knows how to handle them? his guns. You yeah. think so? 100%. Because he didn't he do any of the fighting when, when the high table came in. No, he didn't. But uh, he also probably knows that he's not as good as John, and John's going to take care of it. I guess. But I, guess. I, I think that uh, Winston was in cahoots a little bit there with uh, with the Bowery King, because how else would the Bowery King have known that John was about to fall and rescued him just in time to save him from the adjudicator finding finding out where he's at? Dude. So I'm thinking they're in cahoots a little bit. And remember you earlier how, how I was talking about badass scenes where John, uh, where Keanu basically, basically says like one or two like words, like, my hands. Or in mm-hmm. this scene where uh, Very Lawrence Fishburne, where Bowery King's like, are you pissed off, John? And he goes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's like, dude, that they just set up the plot for the fourth movie right there. That's it, all they, they did. needed to say. It was one word from John Wick. Dude, if John Wick lives, there's go- there's got to be another movie. That's basically how I'm summarizing yeah. this down to. So that, thank you so much, Michael. That leaves us into a very good point. For chapter four, we're going to watch the trailer after this, you and I, but what we know so far for that, let me hit you with a couple of facts, spit some facts for chapter four. Uh, they've brought on new writers. They've got the original writer, excellent idea, but then they also brought in more that have worked on the army of dead predators and hitman agent 47. All great movies. Great movies. Pretty pretty phenomenal. As long as Keanu Reeves is still in it, mm-hmm. I I'm willing to put oh, money. Of course, that is going to be fantastic. Yeah, of course they they've got everybody. Uh, Ian McShane, Lawrence Fishburne, Keanu Reeves. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Great great crew. Right Excellent. There. Same director. Yeah. All of that. They just brought in more writers, so hopefully um, they can I, as well. I, tell I do a wish story. though, uh, Willem Dafoe's character. He was in the first. He was. He was in the first movie. Very odd. He was very odd, but I I do love Willem Dafoe. He ain't coming back, though. He killed him. Well, he's dead, yeah. Yeah, you can't can't come back from that. I wish. Uh, So then, via Empire, uh, the director for this, for John Wick, he says, if you took the good, the bad, and the ugly, crossed it with Zatoichi? What? 
Ain't no way I got that right. <laughs> okay, Krim. <laughs> yeah. If you took the good, the bad, and the ugly, crossed it with Zatoichi? I haven't seen that one. What's Zatoichi? I don't... Yeah, I'm not, not quite sure. Very interesting. But then you throw in some Greek mythology. You'd probably end up with something close to this. That is very... Fair I'm, yeah, I, I'm very curious to see where they, they can take that. So, Zatoichi is a fictional character created by Japanese novelist Han Shimozawa. Okay, I can dig it because that's always know. about honor and redemption and yeah. revenge. That's true as um, well. Huge pillars of uh, the Japanese people there. Huge pillars of Keanu. Yeah. And that does show as in the John Wick character, for sure. All right. Moving forward, there's going to also be some spinoffs here. We've got one. This is going to be a cinematic spinoff called The Ballerina. Ooh, I'm excited for that. You are? You know why I'm so excited for it? Tell me. Tell us. Anna de Armas. Yeah? All All right. So in this one, uh, via Collider, the new protagonist... Via Collider, the new protagonist will follow John Wick's footsteps, further expanding the complex mythology of his criminal underworld and potentially further elaborating on John Wick's himself's mysterious past. So we might get to see a little bit more there. That's what I'm interested in. I want to I want to see what makes John Wick tick. I want to see more of his backstory there. We got we got a little okay. hints on on the third movie. We'll we'll see. Uh, I'll I'll be curious where that one lands if it's before the fourth, before after the fourth. Who knows? Yeah. Um, Ian McShane, who plays Winston mm-hmm. and Keanu Reeves, John Winston. Wick, they're they're both reprising their roles in this spinoff. Good. I here. love that actor. He did a great great job. Second spinoff. Uh, this was announced in actually 2018. I. Uh, it, it's been so long for me. I completely forgot about it. But it's act, it's supposed to be coming out this year. Uh, it is called Continental. It is a TV series. Was for stars. Uh, when when the they were bought out, but now it has since moved to Peacock, so it'll be through them. Okay. Uh, and this will take place in 1975, following a young Winston. So I'd be very interested to see that. Yeah. I I really enjoyed Winston as a character. Um, I really think that there's a lot more behind that character than what was seen on the show. Yeah, we'll definitely have a lot more to unpack this year as that that uh, cl- comes closer because there's still still isn't a date. It just says set to premiere later this year. Lastly. Did you know that there was already a video game out for John Wick? I did not. It, it's an indie game. Okay. Uh, John Wick Hex. Haven't played it, haven't heard anything about it as well. But Lionsgate, um, who oversees John Wick, they just greenlight. They, they had a recent conversation to greenlit a, to begin the production of a AAA game for the John Wick movies. It's on Nintendo Switch. Interesting. I'm gonna I got a switch. I'm gonna be picking up here. You're gonna go be playing that? Yeah. Nice. I'll download it. Yeah. Give it a shot. Let us hear about that. 
Um, so I, I'll be very curious about this AAA game because they're working on a Matrix one where they're using the Unreal Engine 5. Oh, right? Jinx. Yeah. 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 So I, if they can uh, use that for some John Wick, that's going to be game be changer. Yeah. Unreal Engine 5 is pretty freaking unreal. <laughs> 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 Those graphics, man. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, I, I look forward to that, but uh, we're very early stages of this right now. Lastly, I was talking to you earlier. You haven't seen Nobody. I have not. You have not Apparently, seen Nobody. Yeah, you were telling me that that's in the uh, Wikiverse. We started watching the trailer for it. Mm. Let's watch the trailer after we watch Chapter 4 there. Um, so that way you can understand as well. Because this is part of Wikiverse. It has the same writer, same director, and... The man takes on a Russian mob boss. Like, that's John Wick again. Oh, 100%. Kind of thing. Yeah. So, uh, they, they're in the same universe. It's got the same stunts and everything. You can tell it from the special uh, when he has an empty click it, clip in his gun and he whips it out and then reloads. So, uh, Which is very... Some signatures. That's very freaking hard to do. Yeah. That's very signatures hard to, do. to the movie. Yeah. There. So that that's actually in the same universe. Yeah. It, I'm that that's the you've got to be the fourth person I've talked to like this week that wasn't aware of that. I'm gonna have to watch nobody. It's also a phenomenal movie. Very good movie. Oh, I'm I no doubt about that for sure. Yeah. Um I do have a little bit of a fun fact here. So, fun fact me. There is one scene um, when John Wick was preparing for all of the high tables assassins to come in. Mm-hmm. And he goes in, up to Winston. And Winston's like, what do you need? And he's like, guns. Lots of guns. Look around. That was actually a direct quote from Neo in The Matrix. Was it? Mm-hmm. Guns. Lots of guns. Guns. Lots of guns. You know... I'm not going to give that one to you because they, Neo and John Wick both have so very few lines in their movies. That's true. That's, I'm not going to give that to you. That's kind of a trait, though, of, of Keanu Reeves' character so far. doesn't really talk very much. That's, that's Keanu. Keanu a lot. That is Keanu. But also... Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Or Bogus Adventure. Yeah. Or any of... Or, uh, Face the Music. Have you seen any of those? No. From his earlier... By the way, the scariest movie I think I've ever seen in my life is from Keanu Reeves. Was it? Knock Knock. Knock Knock. I think it's called Knock Knock. Look it up for us. I, I don't think I've heard of it. My scariest movie? Yep. Knock Knock. No, Knock Knock is a incredibly realistic and this is not going to be one that's terrifying for the ladies. Very, very terrifying for us guys. Is it? Watch it and then tell me it's not terrifying. All right. You you got it. I will watch it. I'll watch it twice and tell you it's not terrifying. <laughs> I've, I haven't heard of it. Nobody spoil it for me. Uh, we'll come back and, and review that. Uh, I think that wraps it up for me. For John Wick and the Wickiverse. You good mm-hmm. on that? Oh, I'm, I mean, I could talk Wikiverse all day. Let, let's try to keep I'm, this under I'm an hour. I'm good keeping this, yeah. Let's keep it under an hour and call it I'm good. I'm good where we're at. 
Hey, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, let us know what we should be doing next. That's my guy in the chair over there, Michael. I'm also in a chair here. A Cody. rocking chair. Huh, I'm a rocking chair man. This has been MDC Podcast. We want to thank you for listening. Make sure to like, subscribe, and tell Grandma. We're dropping new episodes every Sunday and Thursday. Let us hear what we should do next down in the comments. Nimure, you dorks. Hey!